Welcome to episode three of the Black Watts More Watts podcast. We're here in Trek Summit once again, and I have the fellas with me. I'm Chris, aka Tron Rides on IG. Tron. Tron. <laughs> uh, what up, y'all? It's Chad. What's going on? It's a kill. No IG, but uh, you can follow us on Black Watts Cycling on IG. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Trek <laughs> and more Watts. It's Great Rizzy, man. Uh, follow me on the gram, social media, overall at Great Rizzy. What's going on, fellas? Chilling. What's good? What's Chilling. good? What's good? I'm excited to be here. So let me let me tell you what happened, man. Let me let me let me bring you up to speed real quick. <laughs> Break it down. We got about this is like this is all together about forty minutes in, and things weren't recorded. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, I'm aware that one right there. <laughs> The professional guy is the guy who <laughs> press the freaking record button. Bro. But this is uh, this is all part of the process. So this is good stuff right here, man. What are we talking about today? A little learning curve. Nah, we, we want to try to switch it up a little bit and uh, want to get people involved, a little engagement. But uh, let's talk about uh, what we experience on bike, the things we talk about and chop it up when we stop, have coffee or whatever, as well as what we get into online and, and, and with each other off bike. So, uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about lately, like, it's been on my mind is, like, how has social media impacted us as far as, like, what we're doing in cycling, uh, like, how we're trying to grow the brand and things of that nature, um, and also how has it affected the cycling community at large, like, everybody out there, influencers, people that just cycle regular every day, um, how has social media touched us all in that, in that manner? Well, the, um... I told you, obviously, I told you before the, about this, but I think social media has been a great advertiser for the sport. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people have picked up on other people's journey. It's like, yo, you know, I, w- I would like to be a part of that. Yeah. Other people got the chance to see that, yeah, this might be the only kind of game smoking in town right now mm-hmm. because of all the things that was going on with COVID. But um, again, whenever hip hop culture, black culture touches something, you know, it's got to get. It's, it's, the, the level of style is just going to rise you know Trippy. what I'm saying and I know there's a lot of cats that are out there and um, they've been doing this and yeah you've looked good in your, your your kits and all that great stuff but you know now the colors are coming out people are you know they're matching and coordinating their yeah. outfits more and a lot of that you know some of it is a fashion show but some people are looking great on the road so I think social media has played a big part in that yeah, absolutely I think it has made designers or at least manufacturers step up their game so that we're no longer looking like NASCAR anymore, <laughs> yep. you know, on a yep. local level. Yeah, I mean, once again, hip-hop kind of touches the sport. You know, like, Rizzy, I know you got a pair of custom cycling shoes that I don't think I had seen that So much cold. Prior to, you know, kind of us being a little bit more involved in the culture, you know, prior to that, it was just... You know, like Air Force Ones, Jordans, and then you insert a cycling shoe into the game, and you're like, "Oh, I can do more, yeah, and I can express myself." There's a brother that's out here, and I'm gonna shout him out real quick. He's based in Jersey, Malcolm Garrett. He yes. does like amazing Fire. work when it comes to custom shoes, wow. right? And um, ironically, what I had started to see, uh, I think it was on Vel- uh, v- Velo Kicks or Velo yep. Kicks, yeah. like they they were starting to do some of the stuff, but the the real like tough cats that would do custom work would be overseas and if it wasn't for social media i wouldn't have saw that right and you you know you're able to reach out to these cats most times they hit you right back obviously there's a time difference Mm -hmm. and you know you you tell them what you want it's just like designing anything else that you would think of right Mm -hmm. and it it gets sent back again you gotta thank social media for that connection yeah you know connecting us from here to across the pond and then back and forth and that's also great for them social media was a great um business wise for the people who may not have been a big corporation it was it was good for them business wise because it was a chance for them to go ahead and showcase their work as well yeah Yeah. i think uh, a lot of people were even before uh covid we're cycling but i I just don't think it was seen like i mean you just didn't see it that much or obviously not as much as you do now but when like at, people start dumping on pages. Everybody else is seeing it. Like I'm trying to get out on them Saturday rides. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it gave everybody more of a reason to get out and, and get connected. Yeah, um, I think that's a big deal. Um, and for us, you already know how we do it. So, like you said, journaling exactly what we're doing and, and letting everybody see that. And this is this has helped a lot. It's definitely helped a lot. I think also so social media has shown us there's a huge gap 
in the cycling industry. You know, like when you look at the opportunities that are in front of you as it relates to what you can offer to the cycling community, there's so many, mm. especially for our community. You know, a lot of the pages that I come across, we don't show up on those pages. Yeah. You know, a lot of brands didn't even acknowledge the fact that there's Black History Month. Still. Still, <laughs> Still you know, day. like, so there, it just lets you know, like, there's so much work to be done. Um, but there's also an opportunity to fill a lot of the gaps. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we talk about IG's sidebar? IG's algorithm is just trash, right? Because oh, it go. just keeps showing the same <laughs> shit over and over and over. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to diversify my feed to see folks that are doing different things in South Korea, in Jakarta, you know, across in, in the UK, in Australia, right? But I just, it, 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 it ends up in Brazil or in other parts of South America or even on, in, on the continent. But it just... It's more than just you, though. Like, yeah. it's more... No, I mean, it's the, the algorithm is based more than on... Like, let's say you start following or looking at certain things. You will see that. But the people you follow, what they look at, you're going to see that, too. I know, and I'm so just like, y'all looking at the same shit all the time? Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. So, to, to Chad's point, though, about how much more diversity is needed out there, particularly if you just talk about the BIPOC community, it's like... How, how, how does February come... And major brands that are in the United States don't recognize or say anything about BHM. You gotta press them. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, but it's they, yeah, you could press or, them. But or Hispanic not. Heritage Month. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like how, how do you miss that? Yeah. They're, they're uncomfortable conversations. They don't want to have them. They shouldn't be. They sh- Of course they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. be. Of course. But... Hmm. That's and that's the opportunity is there's there's a, a a chance for someone to come in and fill that that space, you know like that there's a reason there's a reason why organizations I'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole I promise go oh, let me see how far you gonna go <laughs> but there's a reason why organizations are now bringing in like chiefs of diversity it's because they don't even know how to approach that 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 demographic the same needs to apply in cycling you know there needs to be an advocate for these organizations that allow them to have uncomfortable conversations. And until then, you're going to get on these calls. You're going to see the the mishaps on in February. Like, these things will continue to happen. You know, so I think that's why I appreciate mm-hmm. so much what the, the Bahadis and the Justin and the Corys and the Sharans, they've done, the major tailors, like, the, the list goes on, what they've done for cycling because they have created a lane for us to even have the conversation. You know, like, I, I saw a post from Sharon. He was kind of, like, saying, like, he, he kind of came into the game late on social. Yeah. And for Sharon, you mean Sharon Smith. Yeah, yes. like, he came to the, the game late on social. And it almost, and I could be wrong, but it almost felt like he was kind of beating himself up for it. Like, damn, he wished he would have got in a little bit earlier and did some things. He might be in a different spot, you know, but... He doesn't know that he still created a lane because there are a lot of people who transitioned from a different sport to cycling. Yeah. And for him, it was weightlifting. Right. You know, he he was heavy in that game and we were able to see his transition from that to cycling. He tells you, like, look, I don't train like that. I'm not (laughs) out here doing (laughs) (laughs) intervals. He was like, I get my training in when I race. Yeah, but late or not, like him being present on social right now is, is, is a yes. big deal. Like timing. Yes. I, I mean, I, I understand if that's his, like his little pain point, but him being here, period. Like that's exactly. just a good look. Exactly. And he's able to get into the rooms that we're not able to get in. So like, if we have great representation that are able to touch these, these folks at the, at the top level, then when he's ready to exit the game, there's a new, a new group of folks. Yeah, somebody follow up. For yeah, sure. that that made me just think of something. Do you think there's a level of responsibility that each one of these people have? Because once you once you become to have a uh, voice in a certain space, right? A lot of times it's like, yo, it's my voice. Yeah, I can say whatever the hell I want. Yeah, you know, the voice and the opinion that I have does not necessarily represent my company or you know mm-hmm. wherever wherever I work. But in this particular case, like, it's almost. Say, for instance, when, we, when we've been places and we've uh, been with Justin or Bahati or any of the guys, 
older ladies who represent that as well, uh, cycling, when it comes to people of color. You see the love that they get when we're in um, forums or venues where it's what they're speaking about. But they're still able to walk outside with a level of uh, autonomy that is like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We could go to the local grocery mo- yeah, store and they be, have no idea who yeah. this person is, right? Yeah. So the reason why I'm asking, do you think, do you guys think there's a level of responsibility with this? Because now you have a group of people who are looking at a Sharon and say like, yo, you, you have this voice. When you walk into that room, you got to make sure that you represent us the right way. Do you think they feel that level of responsibility? Oh, that's tough. Well, that's a good question. I that's think they. Tough. I mean, when we were in Miami um, for a ride with the pros, and we were at Rafa, we having a, a, a meeting with Justin. And, uh, who else was there? Dante was there. Body was there. Yeah. yeah. So I, in, in Kay- that meeting, it, I think he said. As I'm, much. I'm sorry. What, what's the other? Is it? Is it CJ. Caleb? CJ. Yeah. CJ. Is CJ. Brother, right. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say this real quick for everybody that's out there. CJ, I apologize because I definitely rolled up on CJ. And I was like, yo, Dante, what's up? And he was like, <laughs> I'm, he was not, like I'm yeah. not Dante. <laughs> and I looked, I was like, you're right, you're not. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I got dropped. You know, my, my fault, CJ, like, my bad, my bad. Right, right. Nah, but, but, but Justin was saying as much in, in, that, uh, in that meeting that they definitely have a level of responsibility. And, not, and I, I guess he, he was trying to show you that Bahati was his OG when he mm-hmm. was coming up. Yeah. yeah. And that he learned from him, showed him, and that he's looking for, although he didn't have kids, I think he was saying, because his brother just dropped to see and congratulations to him. Um, that he, you know, there's kids that he, he has to put people on. So they have different responsibilities to the children in the area and then just at large. I, I mean, I think we all do. Like it doesn't make a difference, you know, what level you're on. Um, <laughs> as 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 big as these guys are, of course, but even what we're doing or other groups that, that are local yeah. to us, like then we all have a responsibility in we that. We all have sense. a responsibility, whether, you know, we're hosting events locally and, you know, like we're going from town to town. We can't be out here like misrepresenting. Mis- like, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> we, we messing it up for everybody uh, to follow. Yo, I, I feel kind of differently though. Like I've, one of the things that I love about social, so for example, there are two women that I follow that are phenomenal, right? One is Lena Bow. She's, uh, I think she's Russian, and now she lives in Spain. She has like a hundred something thousand followers or whatever. Um, and then there's Is King, Izzy, that um, wears orange all the time, and she's out in Cali, and she tells her story and her journey. And <clears throat> what I, one of the things that I love is that they can just be themselves. Like they don't have the weight of maybe they do. I don't know because I've never talked to them directly, but it doesn't come across like they're like posting or saying things for womankind you know what i mean like or like when lena or izzy or any of anyone else of that elk or that has a large following i never feel that what they say is representative or they're speaking for a larger community and i feel like as as black people we always feel like we have to carry that burden like when we out we got to represent for everybody and because we are the voice or we are the ones that are being heard and while i appreciate that because that's how i was raised i also appreciate the other side of it which is like yo i should just be able to be up Rizzy should be yeah able to be but we we only get one shot bro <laughs> get one shot that's flores <laughs> yeah we only get one shot if justin fucks it up with specialized or any of his other brands do you think gonna it's going to be back. very easy for yeah. someone to follow our kind I, I don't, and I think that that's that's kind of what's fucked up about that because I know. Justin is killing it. You know, other people are killing it, but Justin's killing it, and it's specialized reaching out to mad people like, "Yo, Justin did this so well. We want to replicate, and we think that I don't think they're doing that either." Well, let, let's let's make it a little bit more personal. Um, if we mess up, do you <laughs> think that track would be more open to work with a group? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to make sure that we represent ourselves the right way. Correct. We, yeah. we got to go ahead. It, it, it's it's a trans... At first, it starts as a transactional type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then it grows into, like, yeah, it, it's more personal. Maybe not corporate-wise, but I know hella personal when it comes to this location that we're in right now, Track Summit, facts, here facts. in New Jersey. So it's like, if that doesn't, if that doesn't develop, I believe that more of these companies would be they would shy away from it they would they would be so. like well you know that left a bad taste in our mouth and i'm not 100 percent sure meanwhile when you look on certain feeds you're like 
sometimes these guys are doing things I feel like I couldn't do. Yes. I'm not a professional racer. Let's be let's, let's be very clear about that right there. <laughs> I do attack no, hills though. But you know, facts. If yeah. I if I was to go out here and you know like say for instance drink a whole bunch of beer and spit it all over the place and do all kinds of wild stuff, I know I would be viewed in a different lens than my counterpart who may be European, who may yeah. be white, you know. I know I'd be viewed differently. Yeah. Look, look, look at them. They so weird wilding. You know, look, they can't even hold their liquor. Well, let's be clear. I don't drink beer, so I won't be doing that. <laughs> you know, but I just know that there, there's our our room forever is so small. I feel like there has to be a certain level. We have to represent ourselves the right way. We have to represent our group the right way. Our group, Black Watts, and then our community the right way. I agree, man. I, I just, I just don't like it, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I mean, for for my children and nothing that I do or the people that I associate with on a regular basis, I'm not about mediocrity, and I don't think, you know, that anyone should be. But goddamn, if I don't want to have the ability for someone to be mediocre and still, you know what I mean? Like to make a mistake or to do something and still have a, a requisite opportunity that still comes about, right? Yeah, like but- you were saying, right? Like if we were to go someplace and do some of the things that we see some of our, quite frankly, our white counterparts do on social, irrespective of what ethnicity or nationality they may be, we will be viewed differently. And that's across any walk of life. Yeah, yeah, that's not just cycling. I think, but like to to that, um, the the amount of space that you occupy and the time in which you occupy it is is important. Like, let's say, I mean, so we're, we're doing this or anybody take Justin and them. They're doing it. If they let that wane or let some time go by and there's a gap and they don't refill themselves, like Bahati refilled it with Justin, he's got to refill it with somebody else. I, I don't know about, like, your particular personal actions that you have to put um, forth, like, that you have to watch. Like, yeah, I can't do this, do that. But they, you definitely have a responsibility to do that, to backfill who you are. Like, you have to put somebody else behind you. And it has to be vetted. It has to be Bro, but Justin and Bahati, those dudes are like goddamn LeBron and them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just, they are exceptional bike riders. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? The only way to to truly get past this is ownership. Yeah. You know, we don't have any ownership in the sport. Um, So, like, until we, we, we own a bike brand, we own our own cycling apparel, we start to create our own races, you know, like, that is when we can start to say, you know what? Let me just be who I am, you know? And then uh, and then what's going to happen is that the public is going to power that. Yep. Right? Like, they're, they're, they're the ones who are going to power that. It's not, it's not the other way around. A lot of times, you know, you work with different companies and they feel like they made you. And that's not the case, man. Like, you know, a lot of times you have to remind people depending on the, the language that you use, a lot of times you have to remind people, I was who, I, I am who I am before I even got here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, now whether you knew about that or not, <laughs> that's your bad. That's another story, right? Yeah. But there's a reason why I could walk through this door, this door, this door, this door. It's because I've already put in my 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 hours of being me. And, and money. And these people <laughs> love me for, you know, who I am and what I represent. Yep. And money, exactly. I've invested in what this looks like. So the reason why you now want to get next to me is because of the heat that I bring to yeah. whoever you are. Yeah. There's like this, it's like turnkey. You know what I'm saying? So when they look at some of these riders that we've been speaking about, I think corporations look at it a certain way. But I think with social media, there's a lot of people who are looking at the authenticity of it all. And that's yes. the most powerful uh, currency in social media social media is very much to me um and i know people may look at this a different way but like hip-hop you can tell what's live or you could tell what's 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 memorex very quickly and if yes. you know you might have to be a certain age to understand what i just said <laughs> so i'll i'll back this up a little bit back you can right. tell what's real and what's fake really really quickly something that has been we were, we were joking about a, a soda commercial that a bulls player was in yes last night on the chat right and it's because you could tell when the commercial is really, they just going over with the cell. Yeah. And then he's wearing everything, he's drinking it, and when we start speaking, he just keeps on saying that soda name over and over and over again. But we can tell that. And on yeah. social media, it's like, yo, if you out here and you just post it up with a fashion show of, you know, just a kid, and that if that's what you want to do, then cool. But for the people who are really like, yeah, I can see that they went ahead and they broke their clip 
oh yeah, you could tell like this strawberry on the side of this on the side of their body, they took a bad fall. Yeah. Or yeah. you you could tell when people have really been in the journey versus you're trying to fabricate the journey. Right. And I think people are seeing the difference in in social media, and it's as, as clear as day. Yeah. One of the things we didn't talk about BCN out in the UK. Shout out to to Manny and those folks as well as Duke and and uh, a lot of other uh, cyclists that are that I follow on on social out in the UK. One of the things that I like the most about social, right? Mm, it got a little messy, but Manny, there was a situation. Obviously, we will never know the full details of it, right? Rafa was holding something about uh, uh, minorities or blacks in cycling, and oh, Manny right, right, felt right, like, right, right. "Yo, I put in work. I've been doing this for X number of years. You know, my look what I've been able to raise this club's profile at. Look, look you know, look at all these things that I've done." How could I not have been invited to that conversation? Would I, being, you know, a seven-hour flight away, eight-hour flight away, have no idea actually what's happening on the ground or truly know all the stories about it? But I love the fact that they were having, I was a little messy, I'll admit, I love the messiness a little bit. It was a little messy, (laughs) but they were having a dialogue back and forth through stories and just kind of going at each other. And I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty fucking cool. Right, that they have the ability to just do that and exist, right, and then not chop them at the knees all of a sudden. Like they can't now get this opportunity because they had a little messy situation. Everybody has a messy situation. Yeah, yeah. corporate, regular people. Yeah, right? <laughs> all the time. Yeah. It's a part of human nature, you know. Yeah, For sure. yeah so but I, it was it was at the root of a, a large corporation that yes spearheaded this whole yes. conversation. You know, yes, because he legitimately felt like, how could Rafa hold this and he not be invited? Now, the interpersonal aspects of it, we don't know, right? People make decisions based on just, I don't fuck with me like that, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or it could have been something else, which we will probably never know unless we interview him directly to find yeah. out. But my point is, is that I love the fact that he was able to speak out against it, that he could say what he could say and then he had a, some other black people say nah bro you wrong and like tell the whole different side and all that little messy pot of soup i was like this is awesome because it didn't take any opportunities away from duke he was still shooting his stuff mm. the other homeboy um i can't think of his name right now but he was still but doing it his resolved? stuff. i don't know but i think the soup represents growth it does right like it, it brought some eyes over there like mm, okay this is what's going on so we're not alone yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so we're not alone, all right. And if anything, um, I'm sure the people who are watching it, such as yourself, because yep. I don't know what the hell you're talking right, about. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, I'm sure you know there was opinions that were formed, and there was actually receipts that were there for you to strengthen your opinion yeah. or weaken it, where you might have saw the other the other side of the coin. Yeah, I mean, you. It almost made you wonder how much of this this I don't want to use the word animosity, but that's the first word that comes to mind was all back because of an opportunity that was given to one person over another. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it just when I when I started to see all of that on social, I just said, like, damn, do people look at us this way? You know, mm. like we were given an opportunity mm. that they thought. Well, they you know what? Let, let's let's let's. Do this real quick. Let's bring some some pop culture and some stuff that people are really looking at right now. There's a new uh, new documentary on Netflix, Genius. Shout out to Cootie and, and um, everybody's over there. Um, and there's a point in the documentary where there's a brother who Kanye learned from. Mm-hmm. And they're having a conversation at one of these, uh, these conferences and stuff that's back at home. Shout out to everybody over there at WGCI. And... <laughs> Everything is all love. Six hours later. Six hours later. While, you know, the older homie goes up onto the uh, to the radio station and voices some grievances. And pretty much what it came down to is that he didn't get mentioned in a double XL article. Yes. But no ID did. Yes. And what the guy didn't know is that, according to Ye, is that double XL omitted that piece of information that he did say it. He did say it. He did have the conversation about it, but it didn't make it into, you know, the, the piece. And when it, when he read it, the guy took offense to it. So that's when he aired it out up there on the radio station. Right now. Ye is in the, in the car. Like, yo, this is crazy, man. 
Opens up his flip flow. Right. Talking to everybody, <laughs> right? Two thousand two, two thousand two. Right. So, how many people may have felt like that guy when you know Black Watts gets given a, a some type of uh, opportunity? It's not only just Black Watts, whomever it yeah. may be, right. Right. in different walks of life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't know the full story, so it makes a lot of sense for you to try to have a conversation. And it's something. Another thing that we were talking about a lot, at least I was talking a lot about this weekend is you're starting to see more and more of these corporations and just companies overall collaboration because yeah. collaboration is going to move you along way quicker than if you're trying to do it by your by yourself yeah, yeah. i think um trying to move into the, to the next one it actually follows this whole conversation it's like um where we and, and, i'm sorry and i don't even remember homeboy name you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Do you yes. know? Yes. I forget, I was, I forget his name. Point. And that was the <laughs> point. Yes. He was pissed off that, yo, I don't I don't have that light now. Yeah. But guess what? You didn't keep on going. Yeah. But I know no ID because of everything that no yeah. ID has done. What is son's name? It starts with a in fact I ain't gonna say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. 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 can but look it that, up. That's, Google it. That that's exactly the issue. Like yeah. I don't even remember who yeah, the homie is. Really quick before we transition, because you use the word collaboration. That's so key, is that when conversations are being had with organizations it's not always about like needing something like oh yeah i need this from you you know like or i need this product from you it's truly about i love the product i own it already i believe in it mm -hmm. i want to partner with you so we can let everyone else know about how great this product is like there's an opportunity for for, for both parties in this scenario not just like oh yeah i love your brand give me this no, like there's an opportunity for me to, to show everyone else in my, especially in our community, how great a product is because the learning curve for us was very different yeah. than the learning curve for someone who's coming in now because now we have information that we can share. All you gotta do is listen. Yeah, Hove did that, so you ain't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that that was that was on my heart. No, that's all I'm saying. That's actually <laughs> that actually yeah, leads it to it because um, in this section, like where we are as far as where we live, who's actually involved in cycling and on our level or whatever. I, I think it's more than just a we aren't consumers or prosumers. So the, like the things that we buy. Uh, what we're getting our hands on, it's, it's at a different level than just, you know, walking into the store, just buying something. So the, the question is, are these companies, uh, track included, like, are these corporations, do they see the value here? Like, there's a, a big bag, obviously, that, that there's money that's being spent, but do they see the value here? And, and, and what are, like, companies either doing to retain that, keep that, or, or, or promote it? I honestly believe we're a misrepresented group. This group right here, black men in a specific age range, we have been skipped over, mm. like and women, and and women, and, and, yes, the black and women. women. We have been skipped over be, for whatever the reason is. I think the fall of the economy just was like get get y'all up out of here. <laughs> y'all ain't making no money. We're finally in a, a spot where you know we have families, uh, we're married, we have uh, good jobs. We have gotten to a place where we have a little bit more flexibility than other groups do. And organizations have completely forgotten about us. And that's so crazy, right? Because everybody in the whole goddamn world knows that black Americans spend the most money. Yep. <laughs> like it, it, trillion it, dollars, it, B. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dollars. so to me, I don't want to give them a pass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm like, yo, you need to not only do better, but like, it's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. how can, and sorry about this, you know, like my education, I went to uh, Columbia Business School but it's like you, you sit in these talk shit. Talk your shit. Hold yeah, on, you, know, you, sit, <laughs> you sit in these seminars, right? And they talk to you and educate you on capitalism, right? Like that's really what it is: capitalism, how how to make it work. And there is no class that you would take at any form or any level of business school, whether it's undergrad or grad, whereby you would say this segment is a target segment, and oh yeah, they spend the most money. Who would not want to be in that segment? Go right. gloss over that, right? Right. You, you wouldn't. You, right. you you would do everything you possibly can to have as much representation in that segment with that group, so that your brand is synonymous with excellence or whatever your you know your brand value is or your brand language. Right. You chat, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I'm learning about the brand stuff from Chad. Chad, Chad teaching me the brand stuff. But I I I I find it quite appalling that. 
you know, like we started riding and shout out to all the OGs that was riding in the 60s and the 70s and really the people that came before us that were riding and creating the pathway because we know we're standing on your shoulders, men and women. But the brands now need to do more than just take nice pictures of us and and send us cool stuff. You know, we like that. Yeah, cool. That's great. But what you were talking about, that collaboration, bro, like that has to be solid and yeah. real. And you have to be able to have real conversations and accept the fact, Rick, that they are missing it sometimes. You think that you think it's an ignorance as far as like a thousand percent. Yeah, no, I but I mean, ignorance, like, and I think it's a laziness, right? But because I mean, in, getting in out of your groups, comfort zone. In the in the in the in the sec, like let's say you run a marketing department or you're a part of the social media branding team or what have you. If you're unaware, like you just said, like the the amount of money that that black people spend as a whole, and then whatever segment that we uh, exist in. If, how do you not know that? How do you not know that part? So if you're in a, in, a, in in that branding team, are you just ignorant to that, or are you yes. just purposely like, eh? I don't like think it's purposeful. I, I think it's laziness. Because here's why, right? If all I know is this side, right? All I know is my left half of my body, because the left half of my body has given me success my whole time, and everything that I've learned and what I've been taught generationally is the left side is this. And then finally, I get a little inkling on the right side. I know some stuff about the right side. I know some good stuff has to exist because they're humans, right? But it's like, eh, you know, let me just stay in my sandbox where I'm comfortable. Right. And it, it, I believe it takes the effort. Like, for example, right, I know nothing about South Korean cyclists. Absolutely nothing. They heavy, though. But they heavy. They heavy. They, they heavy. They heavy. <laughs> and yeah. I appreciate and I enjoy stretching my mind and reaching to kind of understand, like, what cycling means for them and what is it like to cycle over there. Their bike choices are hella different than yeah. what we would choose to ride in because their terrain is different. It's just crazy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, for me, it boils down to, like, yeah, there's a lack of awareness and education. You know, like if if companies took the time to understand, specific, like especially for us, like yo, we have the buying power, yeah. And all you have to do is just educate us. We're all not making dumbass decisions on purchases. Like we are actually doing the research and attempting to find the information. But if it's not readily available, then how do we know? So we all start out. All of us here have started out on a very cost-effective bike, right? Mm -hmm. You can never tell any one of us to jump out and spend thousands of dollars on a bike. We on needed date, to be yeah. educated and understand, like, understand what are we buying? Why does it cost X amount of dollars for mm -hmm. a group set? Why do wheels cost three grand? You know, like why do why different does, frame layups? Why does a bike computer, this little screen, yo, cost talk about it? <laughs> talk about it. We all put, had pushback on that. In the beginning. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't get this crazy. on my phone. It's not an app for that. Exactly. <laughs> word, word. It's like, wait, pocket, like wait. You know, so like we needed to be educated, and then we made the purchase. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the piece that brands are not willing to do is they don't have any education out there that speaks to us that is the big piece the other thing is it may speak to it but it's not translated the best mm. yeah. right like good the point. good point the the yep. it's it's communicated but it's communicated in the voice of oh, like let's say a corporate voice yeah and that a lot of times it's just like we look at fuck out of here i ain't doing it you know, <laughs> yeah. I, ain't, I ain't i ain't checking or for they that go right the exact there. opposite way like yo my man what's up yeah like, and then like, it's hey, like whoa, whoa 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 <laughs> oh, <exactly. laughs> whoa the other but if you if you look at a lot of the uh the reason why i brought i even mentioned this today is because i was having a um, shout out to kim um i was having a, a, a i had saw something that came across on my feed where, you know, you have a lot of, back in the day, it was like competitors didn't work with each other. No, this is our sandbox. That's your sandbox. You stay over there, we go stay over here. I saw something that came across for SiriusXM, <laughs> where you can now get Apple Music together in a package, mm. right? This has been going on for many years in fashion where you've been seeing yeah, yeah, these, yeah. these super collabs that are going on. They don't make a lot, quantity-wise. They don't make a lot, but really it's the splash of the, the news that gets out there. Yeah, Like when you walk down there in, in Winwood in mm, Miami yeah. and you happen to see, what, what was it, Louis and Gucci? I, I forget. They, yeah. they did their collab, yeah, right? Yeah. Or you see like a Supreme and a Louis. 
or a Dior and a Jordan. You know, like all of these things are huge collabs. Are they making thousands of the product? No. But it's the fact that there's two people who have somewhere along the line, these people appears, they know each other in some way, shape or form. There's a conversation that's made or had, yo, let's make it happen. It happens. Everybody applauds. It's a great look for whatever that community is. And now you got this piece, these these Jordan Dior's on and everybody's going crazy over them because they do cost a hell of a lot of money. (laughs) But you may not see that again. That's a collector's item. Well, in the grand scheme of things, you don't want this to be a collector's item. What you wanted this to be is a community item. Yeah. And you want people, which, in my opinion, the people here, say, for instance, at Trek Summit, they've invested in us. We've invested in them. So when we speak about this place, there's an authenticity to it. Now you see Madones being bought all over the damn place. (laughs) All over. Lots of Madones moving. And what's the going rate for a Madone Oct? That's about you know, Cha-ching. Oh, I forgot. I might be snitching on ourselves. Right, 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 so, right, 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 so, you know, but it's a it's a it's an investment in that. But best believe now the investment, people understand what they're paying for. That doesn't happen out the gate. It doesn't happen when it's translated in such a way where you make me sound like Boo Boo the Fool or you sounding so corny, I don't even want to yeah. be a part of it. That corporate talk. Yeah. Yo, that ignorance allows them to price gouge. Case in point, right? Right. So the iPhone, when it came out in 07, was wild expensive, right? Like back then it was like 400 to $500. Nobody was going to pay that much for a cell phone out the gate, right? What did Apple do? They smartened up, opened the market up, right? Like they partnered with AT&T and said, put everybody on these 24-month plans. Remember that? And then you can buy it for like 199 or something ridiculous like that. And they added it into the plan. Yeah. Bike, the bike industry, you can have somebody that has carbon wheels. How do we know the difference between a, one carbon manufacturer and another? There's no way we can. Absolutely not. But you look at the price and be like, yo, these are 1500 These are 4500 It's like, well, what's the difference? Hmm. And there is no explanation None. that comes about. You have different carbons. The marketing speak, yada, yada, right? But there is nothing that really helps a consumer understand, well, why should I buy the top line carbon versus the mid-grade carbon versus the regular carbon, right? That's what influencers are for. That's <laughs> what so they use them for that. Like, but they yeah. don't educate, right? Like, no, I think the no, point was I mean. about the education, bad. right? Like, so that you can form that relationship and the, right. authentic, and the authenticity can come through. It doesn't necessarily, and, and the brands can collaborate with people who or other brands that connect with different communities and educate them on what's the difference between these things so that when the messaging gets out, everybody understands right. at least a little bit better. Because we all know, if I don't like some shit, it's, yes, it's gone. <laughs> Yo, Amway, if you need a salesperson, <laughs> this is your guy right here. Um, there was a, what was it? I think we were talking about this and talking about that educational point where if something was 4500 something was 1500 and you're just like, yo, I might have to go with the 4500 You might have the d- disposable income to do so. Or facts, you're just facts. like, yo, it's more, so it got to be better. Right, right. Once you get to that educational piece of it, you start to understand, A, I'm not a professional cyclist. And this point three or point eight, <laughs> it could be 10 seconds. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Because you're not professionally racing. You know, and that's that's the piece where... I would say community, people within the community, being able to pass that along. And then you have the chance to have a conversation with Chris, with Chad, with Ock, with this person, with that person, with that person. And then you really form the opinion because these are the trusted people that you know because nobody wants to be sold. No, not in that way. Or taking just, advantage of. Right, right. nobody. I mean, you go into a store anytime. You just don't want to be so, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if, I hit, if I need something, I'll let you know. You automatically walk away. Nobody wants, they teach you this in sales. Nobody wants to be sold. It's the reason why you probe. It's the reason why you ask questions. It's yeah. the reason why you make some type of connection. You're probing somebody visually. Hey, I got that polo sweater. Hey, where'd you yeah. get this from? da 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 re- Trying to make that connection so now they trust in your word. Yeah. Well, guess what? In any community, especially in the cycling community right now, People's words are bonds. It's the reason why these companies should really value these groups that are within them 
these sectors, whatever you want, however you want to go ahead and say it, they got to put the value in it because these are the people who are amplifying whatever messaging you have. It better match the product that you have because if the product really responds well, then the people who are out there saying it, they're, they're, it's going to it's going to count more for that person. Yeah, I mean, if you go to Black Watch Cycling on YouTube, I actually talk about are you on the right bike? You know, like everyone does not have to be on an aero bike. No. It may look good <laughs> aesthetically, but that may not be the right bike for you. Or 60, 60 uh, depth wheels. That may not be the right wheel for you. You know, like no one shared that information when I got into cycling. It was just like, yo, it looks good. You know, like I look great in pictures, but when it comes down to the core of cycling, we all got into it because it made us feel good. Yeah. It made us happy, you know? So it's like, yeah, you may you may be on a Madone, but you it doesn't mean you will go faster, you know? Like, you could be on a more of endurance-style bike um, that's not as aero and perform way better. Yeah. And that goes to, like, bike fit, right? Like, so, for example, right, hoops. We all play hoops or we play we play football, right? You just needed your cleats or your sneakers in the ball and the field or the court, and that's it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, with sneakers, they have di- – Nike has all the different stuff. Adidas has different foams and technologies and all that. But nobody ever thought – I mean, once you got a certain age. You didn't think that – you know, I, I used to think Jordans would make me jump higher. Pretty Everybody else did too. But after you get to a certain age, though, you don't start thinking, if I wear the Kobe's, I'm going to perform – you know, way better than if I wore the LeBrons. Because yeah. Lord knows I wanted to play them phone posits. <laughs> Yo, and you just could not rock. were heavy <laughs> as fuck. You just couldn't rock with them. Yeah. And so to your point, right, like you, you had to be in yeah, the shoes. goes the Nike sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Floating away. <laughs> no, nah, we got them. We keep, we just keep it real. We just keep it real. <laughs> Yo, but like, yeah, you, you, there was at the time, there was no one informing you on the benefits of a basketball sneaker. And that's the, the same is happening now, you know? So like with cycling shoes, you know, every cycling shoe isn't for everybody. There are some that are meant for wide feet and narrow feet. And the piece that's a little bit challenging for me is once you've bought something in cycling, the return policy on is kind of crazy. Like it's you, actually great. It's kind of crazy for some things because if you buy a wheel and you've been riding on that wheel for a hundred miles, there is no like, oh yeah, come on, bring that bad boy. I back. feel like you should be able to bring it back. <laughs> you should. You should I, 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 I legit feel because <laughs> think about it, right? I mean, given if there's no damage or anything right. like that, right? Like to pay, you know, thousands of dollars for a component. You think because of the marketing or what someone you know what you believe based on what you see on social could fit for you learning your 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 rider style or your type of riding that you do the type of bike that may fit for you you ride it and you're just like i don't like the way this feels like i feel sluggish or it feels too light or whatever the feeling may be you should be able to do a certain number of miles on that wheel and then return it you should yeah you should because this piece of equipment doesn't fit for me because cycling is yo it's there's so much science involved yeah there's so much science involved but it's crazy but once it walks out the door it almost feels like buying a car you, you can see right yeah, now, it depreciates right immediately yeah. if you go on ebay or facebook marketplace you'll see someone say oh just bought these wheels probably got about 100 miles on them don't have time anymore and then it's like a hundred dollars less than the retail value and it just sits there right. you gotta come down above that you gotta price. come down drastically 30 40 percent yeah, yeah. you only, know only thing is um and this gets to the next topic like Wheels, okay. Uh, you looking for any saddles, whatever. But when it comes to those, <laughs> those group sets, like this year, last year has been crazy. So I, I was trying to figure out, like, what, where are we at in this drought? Where, with all these components, with the with the group sets, with the crank sets, things of that nature. Like everybody's starving right now. What's going on? I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know on a ride that we had, um, I had met up with uh, the homie from Cali, and he was saying um, that. He actually had a friend, and I know this sounds like some crazy Zola kind of type of uh, 
Twitter chain that I had a friend and this it happened like this, it happened like this, it happened like this. But um, he actually had a friend that I think was either in China or Korea where he was able to get it shipped from them personally Directly. over yeah. because everything is just caught up. It's just, everything is caught yeah. up on the docks. Mm. And I don't know, you know, you've been seeing the news where I forgot the brother who, uh, who, who I guess is like, doing all of the uh, logistics now i forgot what his name is but um you know he's talking about that and how the president in the united states is trying to work something out to free up all of those blockades and i honestly don't i don't know because it seems like everybody is at the mercy of delivery right now and <laughs> right. not and not being delivered right we at the mercy of the ocean. Everything is just yeah. sitting down. It's nothing more frustrating to hear from a fucking salesperson than, I mean, it's in Cali, you know, like it's on the docks. Yeah. I just, and no shade, like, I, you know what? I'll say this name. I'm not going to say the company's name. Blair. The people you <laughs> rock with. <laughs> the people you wow. rock with, Blair. I just got an email for the air road bike I was looking for. That's available. I just got that. I just got. It. Yo, we got it in stock. Order right now. You know when I oh, wanted you this? Twenty twenty. Yes. Jeez. Two years they, ago, bro. Two years. Damn ago, near two years ago. Yo, I just got the email. Crazy. Uh, I'm hoarding like crazy right now. If I see some some tires in the marketplace, get them. Yeah. You see a chain, get them. Whatever you can that's that's on your bike, just get it. One one dude, my man's um. He he bought well the stuff that he was copping was used, but he said his little workaround was like Pro's Closet or something like that, secondhand joints. At least it's certified, or whatever. But if he needed components, he would buy a whole bike. I don't care what size it is, whatever bike it is, strip the components and sell the on frame. And <laughs> try to you know what I mean, try to get the money back that way. So he he was breaking even and all that. But if it's that bad, just wait, bro. <laughs> I think we just gotta wait. Yeah, but the wait, you know, like Amazon messed it up. Cause you can yeah. order today, oh, you're used and to they that. mess yeah. around, get yeah. it to you later tonight, or definitely tomorrow with Prime. For somebody to be like, "Yo, Rick is like, yo, I need some tires." They be like, "We got the tires that you need, Rick, but you won't get them until November 12th. Yeah, it's like Season wait, over for, with. you be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I think we all ordered. I think all of us got the Continentals. They they told us they're still telling us like two like months away or whatever. Oh no, yeah. it, it was in December, and I think the, it's the end of this month. So yes. it's about yeah. three months yes. for like three months for some like, tires. This is crazy. Yeah, it's I know this sounds like we're bitching and complaining, but we're not the only ones, and we know nah, there's a lot of you out there who have gone cycle, gone cycle, through this. You know, you know, it's a struggle right now. It's a yeah. Yeah. fellas, we're coming up on um on fifty minutes, and I know like we could talk about this particular problem and bitch and complain even more if we wanted to, but I just wanted to. Uh, say real quick you know um thank you to our friends here at trek you see this beautiful bike back behind absolutely you. this gorgeous. is a project one a p1 isn't right she here. beautiful isn't she beautiful <laughs> right? isn't she lovely Purple. yeah this this is this is beautiful right here and we really want you to go check out the website trekbikes.com use the hashtag if you have a trek even if you don't hashtag go by bike and um if you're here in new jersey if you're in the northeast specifically in summit new jersey or if you're around newark around south oranges the oranges or anything like that come on down over here trek summit right here in summit new jersey you can follow them on the gram at what trek bikes trek nng bikes. yeah nnj yeah North I said NNG. NNJ, yeah. So yeah. two N's. Trek two bikes. No, Trek bicycles. Trek, Trek bicycles. Trek bicycles. NJ. Clean yeah. it up, Rick. We say it to him again. <laughs> yeah. Spell it out, Rick. Go ahead. Trek bicycles. <laughs> N-N-J. <laughs> Clean. Yeah. Yeah. Mess with the homies over there with that. Uh, do we... Uh, are we are we talking about anything else? I know time-wise, man. I don't want to yeah, go over too much. Time. Coach Chris, you got something for us? Oh, yeah, we got Chris's oh, yes. segment. Yeah. Yes, my segment. Hold on. <laughs> Hurry up, me, man. Hurry up. Let Hurry me, up. I'll be fast with it. Yeah. Wait, what am I talking about? Oh, oh, oh travel bags. Oh, if yeah, this was something that a lot of bike, people was asking about. Yep. If you've ever wanted to travel with your bike, there are multiple ways that you can go about doing it. First thing you need to understand and decide is what type of bag do you want? Do you want a hard case or do you want a soft case? Next thing is, do you want to disassemble your bike or leave it primarily assembled? Answering those two questions will definitely help filter out a lot of options that probably are not good for you. Once you've made those two decisions, there are some fantastic bike bags out there that are that are made by some great brands. Check us out. We're going to do a segment on IG and uh, possibly on YouTube about bike bags. Definitely come back and watch this space. 
Bike bags are supremely important, though, because they not only protect your bike during travel, but you can also throw in lots of goodies, right? You can yeah. throw in your, your nutrition, all these other things that you probably and most definitely will need, like a pump, mm. uh, spare tires, all these things, your, your shoes. Your kit, shoes. Kit. You, it, it literally acts like the super suitcase. Oh, it acts like the super suitcase, right? <laughs> Whereby um, you can definitely check it in. And uh, TSA usually does a great job of making sure everything is done well. And go to your local bike shop because they will definitely help you pack the bag if you have any issues. Mm -hmm. And once you are there, they'll help you reassemble and let you know what you need to do to reassemble the bike. And they'll probably get you started with everything that you need. So travel bags. Anxiety sold separately. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Just giving it some applause. No, to your point about equipment. This air checker right here is very official, especially when we're talking about like shortages. Not sponsored, by the way. This is not, not a sponsor. No, this no, is no, just no. something that we no, love. No. Yes. When we talk about shortages on tires and wheels and other bike things, this could be a lifesaver for any of us that have caught a flat, whether mm. it's been because we didn't put air in our tire before we got on a ride or we did and we hit something. You know, like understanding where your tire pressure is, this is so key, especially for those hookless wheels. Yeah. Yes. You, you know? will have to have a conversation yes, about hookless will, versus hooked wheels. We will talk about hookless, hookless rims, our wheels, on another episode, but this is super key for making sure you have the right PSI. We'll get into that in the future. Clutch. Super <laughs> clutch. So clutch. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate y'all. I really yes. Appreciate y'all. So, no, you thank you for checking us out. You know where to follow us. Where again? At Black Watch Cycling on yep. IG. Our and website? Blackwatch.cc. Blackwatch.cc. Bing yeah. bong. We, so we're going to close out. Today. Yeah, we're going to close <laughs> out. Rick, tell them how they can connect with you. Um, All things social, man. Fan base, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everything's the same. At Gray Rizzy. G-R-A-Y-R-I-Z-Z-Y. More watch, more watch. And you can find me on IG at Tron Rides. Chad Bennett, that is B E E N I T. Yeah, you want it, you want and then no IG. You want you want to give your yeah your social (laughs) app. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Hashtag no IG. Tune in. Thank y'all. Tune in. Thank y'all. We out. Peace.